This morning we have two scriptures. There I am. The first one is from Psalm 139, verses 13 and 14. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. And the second one is from Matthew 11:28 through 30. Come to me, all, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and redeemer. Amen. Today we're going to be seeing a clip from The Greatest Showman. It is a clip that um, is the song, This Is Me. It is one of those wonderful clips that show people that are getting together and they are holding each other up. And they are saying, it doesn't matter what we look like. It doesn't matter who we are. We love each other. It doesn't matter what side of the tracks that we are from. We hold each other up. We believe that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. If you haven't seen The Greatest Showman, I urge you to see The Greatest Showman. It's an absolutely amazing movie. The only problem is Hugh Jackman does keep his shirt on the entire movie. <laughs> but the whole focus of the movie is people seeing themselves as worthwhile, even though they're different, they're not the norm, and they find a community in the circus that sees them as worthwhile. And that's what This Is Me is about. We now live in a world with social media that bullying is something that happens not only in the schoolyard, but it happens daily to every age. It happens to not only our children and our youth, but it happens to our adults and our seniors. If you are somebody that's online and engaging in any type of social media, then you know that there's haters out there. So if you post something because you are a proud Democrat, and it's open to the public, then you've probably gotten smacked by somebody that's a Republican. And if you're a proud Republican, and you've posted something, then you've probably gotten smacked by somebody that's a Democrat. If you're a Christian out there, and you've posted something, you've probably had somebody that's a non-Christian tell you that, you know, Christians just aren't very smart. They should know something better, that there's science that explains things in the world. Or, if you know somebody that's an atheist, they've been told that they're going to hell and they better start smarten up. Doesn't matter what size of what argument that you take, there is somebody out there to tell you that you're stupid, you're not smart enough, you're wrong, you're ignorant. There is somebody out there that's going to hate on you no matter what. And some reason, in this day and age, those people feel that they have the right to tell you how wrong you are without ever revealing themselves. This is a day and age where hate is just prevalent out there. 
So that's why you need to take what it says in Psalm 139 true. You need to look at Psalm 139 and see that God says, I made you. And you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderfully made. Now, in the 8 o'clock service, after it was made, I had a lady come up to me and she says, I don't like being fearfully made. What does that mean? And I said, that means that if God stood before you, you wouldn't be afraid of God like God was going to hurt you, but you would be so awe-inspired. You would be overwhelmed by God's awesomeness. That's what fearful means. And that's what being fearfully made means, is that you are so awesome that there is no other word to describe it. So if you're looking at this passage, you're saying that you are wonderfully and awesomely made by God. That's how that translates. So when you read 139, you see that God made you wonderfully and awesomely made. That's how God made you. And then God sent Christ and Christ said, and now there's going to be issues in the world. But if you come to me and you join with my people, then I'm going to help you with that. And I'm going to give you a yoke, yes, because you're going to be yoked to my people. And we're going to make that burden light. But that's easy to say. And you'd think, well, Dee's got it all. She's preaching on it, so she should be good with this. Well, that's not true. You know that. I like to watch shopping shows on TV. I got to admit, I'm a QVC person. There's nothing else on TV. I will turn on QVC and watch it. And I also am a person that loves to fill my shoe closet. Yes, I have a shoe closet. So I was watching the QVC channel, and these shoes came on, and they're called Vionic Sandals. And they were cute, but more important than cute, they said that if I bought these Vionic Sandals, they would be perfect for my feet. They go and they put your foot in the perfect position so that all of your joints are given rest while they're in that perfect position so that you can stand and walk for the entire day and your leg will not get fatigued. You will feel great. You will not have that pain. You will not be fatigued. Your muscles will be perfectly aligned and you won't get that horrible foot pain. And I thought, oh, that's fantastic. And they're cute. So, of course, I ordered the one with the white patent leather and the white bow on it. They were adorable. So I immediately ordered it, and I was waiting anxiously for my Vionic Perfect Sandals to appear. So they came to my house, and I was excited. The day that I got them, I had to do visits at the hospital. Anybody here knows that you go to a hospital, they are set up, that if you need to visit a person, you automatically get your 10,000 steps in. There is nowhere to go in the hospital that does not take a lot of walking. So I put on my new Vionics that are meant to be the perfect sandals. And as soon as I slipped my foot in, I thought, this does not feel wonderful. And I thought, okay, maybe my foot has to get used to it, but they're really cute. So it's okay. 
So I walked out to my car, and once I sat down in the car, the sandals felt good. So then I drove to the hospital, and I had to walk the 10,000 steps to the first patient, and my feet hurt. And then I got in the patient's room for the visit, and I sat down, and the feet were okay. And then I got to the second patient, and the feet were not feeling good. And then I got out to my car, and the thought in my head was, I am driving home and taking these things off. They hurt. Well, by that next weekend, my daughter showed up, and I offered her these horrifying shoes that were just hideous. And I said, they're really cute, but they really hurt my feet. And Erica put them on, and she goes, oh, my God, these are the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn. And I thought, what? And then I realized, these shoes were made for people with normal feet. I have a birth defect. My bones aren't correct. As I was growing, everything in my legs twisted laterally. So I've had over 20 surgeries to move my ankles and my feet and my knees so that I can stand up. At 18, I wasn't able to walk. They had to remove everything and twist everything so that I could start walking and I'm standing and everything is good. But none of my bones are in the right place for these shoes. So when I put on these shoes and I tried walking in shoes for a normal person, I found out I'm not normal. I know, you're shocked, aren't you? I don't fall within the normal shoe things. Now, Erica wasn't surprised at all, but you know, I was trying desperately to shove my feet into normal shoes that didn't fit. I didn't work that way. And I was bummed, to tell you the truth. I knew better. I've known for years that my feet weren't normal, but I really wanted those Vionics. They were cute. It didn't work that way. But I knew, do know this. Even though I wasn't made perfect, even though my bones aren't correct, I know that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I know that God loves me and that God looked down while I was being created and said that you are perfect. You are beloved. You are absolutely gorgeous. And I had community when I was going through the surgeries that made my life better. And that's where Jesus coming into our lives helps. Because all of us have something where life isn't perfect. We all have issues in our lives where we just aren't perfect. And that's where Christ comes in and he says, even though God looks at each one of you and he says, you are perfect. You know how I know you're perfect? I created you. You are perfect. But that doesn't mean you're not going to have issues in your lives. That doesn't mean you're not going to have hardships in your lives. Just like Pastor Dan said in that amazing children's message. There's going to be issues in your life where life is going to get heavy. And it's going to be hard to lift that load by yourself. But come to me. 
Come to me. And when you come to me as the body of Christ, when you're with me as the body of Christ, then together we're going to help you lift that load. And when we're together lifting that load, those burdens don't seem so heavy. When you're dealing with issues and you've got a community surrounding you, it's easier to get through those issues. When those painful times come and you've got your sisters and brothers there giving you that strength, it's easier to bear that load. When you've got somebody there at your back telling you it's okay, it's easier to get through that troubling time. Christ knew life was not perfect. But he also knew that with a community of brothers and sisters with you, you can survive anything and you can thrive in the future. And with it, you can do anything. And that's why he said, come to me. Wear my yoke. Bear your burdens together. You are wonderfully made. Come and be a people together. God loves you. Show your love for each other. Amen.